0: All you need to know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 28th of September. There's good news in a sense on the COVID-19 front. For the whole of last week, India added less than 90,000 new infections every day. The bad news is that the country is still adding new infections at the fastest pace in the world. There were over 88,000 new cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, taking the total tally close to the 60 lakh mark. Now, Prime Minister Narendra Modi on Saturday questioned the United Nations response or the lack thereof in combating the COVID-19 pandemic. During the same statement to the general debate of the 75th session of the UN, Modi assured the global community that India will use its pharmaceutical production and delivery capacity to help fight the deadly disease. In more COVID-19 related news, the national drug pricing regulator in India has capped the price of medical oxygen cylinders and liquid medical oxygen for six months in order to ensure that it's at a reasonable price. President Ramnath Kovind yesterday gave his assent to three farm bills that have triggered protests by farmers, especially in Punjab and Haryana. The three bills aim to permit the sale of agricultural produce outside the mandis regulated by APMCs, provide for contract farming and deregulate the production, supply and distribution of food items like cereals, pulses, potatoes, onion and edible oil seeds. Meanwhile, the government is aiming to implement all four Labour Codes in one go by December this year, according to Union Minister Santosh Gangwar. The Parliament, in its just-concluded session, passed three Labour Code Bills, which are the Industrial Relations Code, the Social Security Code and the Occupational Safety, Health and Working Conditions Code. The fourth, which is the Wage Code Bill, was passed by Parliament Last year, the Finance Ministry is likely to provide capital support from the 20,000 crore fund that was approved by the Parliament in the recently concluded session to some public sector banks in the third quarter itself. Parliament approved 20,000 crore rupees of PSP capital infusion as part of the first batch of supplementary demands for grants for 2020 21 which sought additional spending of a record 2.35 lakh crore, primarily to meet expenses for combating the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, the Finance Ministry on Saturday clarified that there would be no requirement of stock-wise reporting when filing IT returns in the case of day trading or short-term sale or purchase of listed shares. There were some reports a little while back that suggested that all transactions would have to be reported raising concerns that filing of returns would become a tedious process for those that are more active in the stock markets in international news the new york times has reported that us president donald trump paid just 750 dollars in income taxes in both 2016 and 2017 reporting losses of millions of dollars from his golf courses and has hundreds of millions of dollars in debt that will come due in the next few years. Trump paid no taxes in 10 of the 15 years before he was elected because he generated large losses that offset any money that he made, according to the Times' analysis. In international markets, it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region, with two of the three early risers starting off in the green. And as of this morning, U.S. indices futures are pointing to a positive start to the week. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatak for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking at the start of the week?
1: Good morning Alex and good morning to our listeners as well. It was a week of declines for the Indian markets and the sharp gains on Friday only managed to trim the weekly losses for the Sensex and the Nifty to just under 4% from over 6% earlier. Plenty of stock specific news has emerged over the weekend so let's get started with that. It has been an action-packed weekend for the shareholders of Lakshmi Vilas Bank. After having seven of the bank's top management being rejected by shareholders at the AGM, the lender put out a statement to reassure its depositors. The statement said that the bank's provision coverage as well as the liquidity coverage ratio remain healthy and that the existing senior management along with the board of directors will manage the day-to-day affairs till a new managing director is appointed. More details are available in the story on our website, BloombergQuint.com. It has also been an eventful weekend for Vodafone Idea. After its parent won the arbitration case award against the government on Friday afternoon, the telecom regulator has dropped its probe against the India unit with regards to its priority plan. The regulator said that it will not proceed with the probe after the company withdrew contentious claims on faster speed and modified its offering that was under question. Some bullish commentary coming in from the management of Berger Pains. CEO Abhijit Roy has stated that the sales for the second quarter of FY21 will be better than the first quarter, while sales in the third quarter of FY21 will be better than the second. Roy has also said that sales in the rural markets have been better as compared to metros and that the company is not scaling back on its Capex plans. Coffee Day Enterprises has clarified that no negotiations have taken place with Tata Consumer Products as yet for its vending machine business. Bloomberg News had reported on Thursday that Tata Consumer Products is weighing a non-binding bid for the company's vending machine business. Tata Steel has increased its stake in Tata Metallics by exercising the right to acquire 34.9 lakh equity shares of the company through a warrant conversion. Tata Steel now holds 60% stake in Tata Metallics as compared to the earlier 55%. Central Bank of India has approved the closure of its QIP issue. The bank has raised 255 crore rupees at an issue price of 15.38 rupees a share, which is a 5% discount to its floor price. The board of Thomas Cook has withdrawn the proposed share buyback due to COVID-19. It had earlier this year approved a buyback of shares worth 150 crore rupees. Premier Explosives has received an arms license from the Arms License Issuance Authority of the DPITT to manufacture all types of warheads and fuses. The license enables the company to enter new areas in the field of defense explosives. While Friday was a day of most of the stocks being in the green, I would like to highlight some of them. Starting with Ashok Leyland which ended with gains of over 13% the most in a month and it also snapped a 4-day losing streak. Bajaj Electricals is the second one, which ended with gains of over 8%. The stock has closed above its 50-day moving average. And I'll end with an underperformer. Dhanuka Agritech ended over 3% lower on Friday, declining for fourth out of the last five trading sessions. Today is also the record date for the company's share buyback. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index is trading 40 points higher, around the mark of 11,100. You can get more details on all of these stocks and a lot more in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex.
0: Thanks, Harmaz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great week.